online and on your mobile. From the UK to the world, this is Diverse FM. Equality is a big topic where we have seen, heard, and discussed in our daily life. I'm sure. From I have a dream to Black Lives Matter, from LGBTQ plus to BME communities, it's, it's such a big topic that we cannot avoid. So let's talk about equality. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a weekly podcast featuring stories, ideas, and opinions from around the world. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. You're always welcome to get in touch and tell me what you think about equality where you are.、Um, you can find us on social media at devsfm on net, on Twitter at devsfm, on Weibo. Email me devs.fm at foxmail.com, or you can visit our homepage devsfm.weibo, which is weebly.com. Robin and Friends. We're joined in this episode again by my friend Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Robin. How's it going? Lovely, thank you. It's really great to have you um back on the um on the podcast. But yeah, but let's talk about equality though, because I think it was one of the topics that we're talking much more than ever before now since the Black Lives Matter protests across the world started. Um, have you been to the one of these protests before? I have. I went to a women's march in Cardiff in end of August,、uh, and it was in solidarity with Black women. Um, and we marched from on the in Cardiff Bay in front of the government building to、um, Butte Park,、mm-hmm. and then they had a whole load of speakers、uh, from the Cardiff community and beyond discussing why it's important that Black Lives Matter and particularly Black women matter in the case of this protest.、Um, and it was really moving. Actually, I was there mostly just to sort of like give it a platform and film parts of it,、um, but it was really. Uh, poignant at moments to hear people speaking of their experiences in Wales、uh, and specifically in Cardiff. Because、mm. well, we've been in Cardiff for、uh, well, I have been in Cardiff for the entire year. You might have been there before. I'm not sure, but again, seeing the protests across the、uh, across the UK and across the world, it's really kind of alarming to some people who still did not realise we have differences, but we need to be respected in the same equal way.、Um, But we're seeing the news, don't we? We're seeing the news in、um, in the U.S. We're seeing the news in this country. We're seeing the news in in some other parts of the world. And there's still lots of discussions on what types of equality are we asking for, and whether we are achieving the equality in your, in, your, in the country in the world. Do you think just kind of like very general question? Do you think we are going to the right direction? Very slowly, very slowly,、mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a habit. That I think we have of kind of people lose interest, people go move on to the next cause. We see it a lot both as sort of media graduates that the newsreel moves on,、um, and I think one of the biggest things we're doing at the moment is trying to maintain that conversation. And and very tragically, that conversation is being maintained, but it's being maintained because we are having constant reminders that Black lives are in danger. And sort of LGBTQ plus community lives are in danger, and women's lives are in danger,、um, and most recently, sort of people who are sort of fleeing from conflict,、uh, refugee lives are being put in danger consistently.、Um, and I think because we're reporting more on that now than ever before, I think there is promise that because of that, we can see us ourselves moving forward very slowly, but we're getting there. <laughs> 
it's glad to see we are actually going to the right direction, but it's it's really really slow. But we have different types of equality that I think people are struggling with, isn't it? We have like recently we talked more about racial equality and how we should help,、uh, especially the. Black communities and BME communities to get more education, get more chances to、um, get on the、um, whatever ladder they need to get on, and then to get more, you know, opportunities as, as you know, some other people do, some other races do. But also, we talked about LGBTQ communities, how they were treated、um, in some parts of the world, how they treated in this country, how they were not favorable when they're applying for jobs or whatsoever. So I think. During my personal experiences of applying for a job recently, I know that many companies are kind of like knowing that there's an issue, so they will have a form for us to fill in and to monitor the quality issue. I guess not sure if it's gonna work, but at least they are doing something.、Um, but talking to my friends back at home in in China, it seems that it is not a、uh, an option. They don't really. Care much about equality in the application form?、Um, I'm not sure if that's right or wrong. If that's the case or not, but I just like I feel like we still have really different ways of approaching the same issue around the world. Trying to be really cautious about saying that, though. <laughs> no, no, that's totally fair. And I sort of that I, as you said, there's sort of an array of different sort of kinds of equality. But I think at the end of the day, equality is equality. And I was actually talking about this with a friend the other、mm. day.、Um, is that Intersectionality is it's so is necessary in equality. You cannot sort of believe in equality for one group without believing in equality for other groups.、Um, and it's sort of being considerate of yes, I am a member of this community,、um, but it's my job as well to uplift others、uh, who might experience the world differently or experience it harder.、Um, And that's where it's so important that sort of the conversations that have been coming up this year about educating ourselves、um, on the different sort of institutional、uh, inequalities that are in place,、um, the social expectations and biases that are sort of instilled in all of us. I was watching something the other day, and they sort of made the classic quote of "We're not born with judgment in us."、Um, That's built into our very system, and we learn it. And it's now a process of sort of unlearning that and learning again in a way that thinks better and clearer. And it's a massive thing in the UK. How we are taught to view the world is wrong in many ways, and we、mm. need to kind of. Unlearn how that happens and relearn it in a healthier way. But we have lots of discussions in different ways, shape, or form, and there are controversies around. Um, campaigns. I'm trying to bring a few,、um, like few points raised by other people across the and、um, across the internet to this discussion. See, what would you like to respond to that? The first, quite a big, kind of accusation now is saying the Black Lives Matter pro- protest is becoming a violent protest rather than a protest for the equality.、Um, and we did see actually from the news there are violences somewhere.、Um, But, but personally, I would say you know it's different because violence is violence is wrong, but campaigning for equality is still a right thing to do. How, how would you say that? I I sort of agree with you there, but I think also the thing that a lot of people miss is that this is an outpouring of sort of like extraordinary heavy grief.、Mm. Um, that like we we can only imagine the pain to like see this violence against like your race continuously. Um. And、uh, 
then to sort of have to like sort of accept it for so long and then to sort of watch it happening all over again and it's why sort of the massive sort of media attention on George Floyd sort of like elevated that grief because people were forced to watch it and it was actually very unsympathetic in some ways mm. to force people to consistently watch that without sort of like giving warning that that content was coming up because it, it can hit too close to home for some people. Yeah, for many so, people yes. And when nothing is done and we saw recently that the um, one of the officers who murdered Breonna Taylor uh, was allowed out on bail well, he was granted bail. Uh, it was horrendous because that was only one of like the four officers accountable. I believe it was four, um, and he was allowed out despite the fact that she was kind of not even a relevant party in a crime that is sort of allegedly not true. Um, and you can understand that you see that happen again and again and again. Of course, you're going. There's going to be a sort of physical outpouring of anger because it's too painful to endure for so long without letting it out. Mm, I think it's a lack of recognition to the whole issue at the very beginning of the everything. It's like people do not realize, for some people, that they do not realize there is an issue regarding equality and until George Floyd died and until some other young people died and then this protest started and then suddenly feel like, oh, wow, we have an issue and then they become quite uncomfortable of seeing people campaigning on the street saying there might be violence or whatsoever. Um, again, so I'm, I'm bringing you this, this ideas, these opinions, um, doesn't mean I, I agree with them. But another another quite controversial point here is the um, a point raised on especially on some uh, Chinese websites when they're discussing about things. Um, some are saying, you know, all these campaigns for equality, including for LGBTQ community and for BME communities, are dividing the nation. Uh, like, adding labels to people saying, you are belonging to LGBTQ, you are belonging to BME, then campaigning for their rights and campaigning, protesting on the streets. It's dividing the countries, dividing the nation, dividing a generally a united um, big family uh, what would you say to that I, th I I suppose my sort of first gut feeling is if it's a united family people wouldn't be feeling unseen mm. and protesting and I think when people label themselves it's it's their prerogative because it, it's their own identity it's allowing themselves to be seen in the way that they wish to be seen um, and it, it's from the most simple thing of a pronoun and saying what your pronoun is and being heard to sort of how you identify uh, gender-wise or sexuality-wise. Um, and if pe people protest because they want to be heard, and if they're doing that, it means that somewhere along the line, they're not being heard yet. They're not being seen enough. They're not being acknowledged as here and present and important. And I, I remember we had that discussion uh, in one of our final lectures with Dr. David Dunkley-Geimer about Black Lives Matter and the uh, opposition All Lives Matter movement. I hate to call it the opposition, it's not that. It's the small All Lives Matter movement and understanding that the whole All Lives Matter movement is redundant and it's stupid because Black Lives Matter doesn't mean other lives don't matter. It just means that at the moment, the way people, black people are being treated they, they're being treated as if they don't matter and that's why they have that phrase as their campaign movement that's why it's so important um, 
and to anyone who says protesting is sort of like dividing people it's people are already divided we're divided by the way that our country structures are built um, and the social attitudes that we have towards other people and these protests are ways for people to very openly say I deserve to be heard and seen. Um, I, well, I'm playing the devil here, so I challenge you a little bit. I'm so sorry to do that, Kitty. I know you are not responsible for any of this stuff, but um, so there are there are dif- discussions. Um, you know whether all lives matter is really representing the wrong side of the discussion because um, Black Lives Matter is absolutely no problem at all, and it's helping the black communities being recognized better and getting more rights that they deserve. But again, if you take a look at other communities in terms of race, you've got um, Asian communities, especially East Asian communities even, you've got communities from Eastern Europe, you've got communities from other parts of the world. Is it the case that the Black Lives Matter campaign is overriding their voices because everyone knows Black Lives Matter now and then less people will be caring about how Asian people are, how Asian people were treated, and how Asian people, or maybe other parts of the world, suffered from inequality. I think the thing is, is that I I wouldn't say it overrides for me personally. I think that that's just one community, Mm -hmm. that's one sort of race as such, that feels that they don't matter. It kind of, I always feel reflectively like, okay, right, they're speaking up against this and other people have spoken up against sort of like different inequalities and that doesn't take away from anyone's power and anyone's voice. I think that's just the way that that campaign has been created and there are other campaigns highlighting Asian voices, particularly in the UK. There's a brilliant Guardian article, I'm ashamed I can't remember the title or the author right now, I'll uh, send it to you. Um, But it's about being uh, British and Asian and the lack of representation and the mistreatment and sort of uh, that inequality and people are speaking up on these issues too Um, and there's a great book called Laughing All the Way to the Mosque by Zaka Mm -hmm. Nawaz and it's about uh, living in the West but being Muslim uh, specifically I think it's Canada and um, it's a completely different perspective uh, to sort of like inequality in the UK Um, but it still applies and you and I, I hope that people look at something like the Black Lives Matter movement and go I need to I need to interact with this I need to learn about this uh, type of inequality but know that if there's this kind of inequality there will be other kinds of inequality going on um, and these communities is what I mean by intersectionality you have mm-hmm. to be uplifting each other you have to be giving each other that space to feel united and proud um, of all these different campaigns and movements and this needs for equality. I think it's more about reflection, since it's about, about reflecting on not just about one certain issue, but like generally a, a big picture. Uh, whether we are, I mean, not specifically you and me, but generally this world, this society is discriminating against certain people just because of the um, the race, the, the color of the skin, or other stuff. So I think that's kind of more about reflection. The final devil I'm going to play for now is a a discussion, a news story that I put up to you. Um, 
So there was a news recently talking about whether Harvard is having a race discrimination case against Asian American and white people. It's very sensitive, isn't it? At this time, talking about white people being racial against. I think I feel like it's not possible really to be racist against white people in the sense that there's there's a brilliant book called Invisible Women by Caroline Criado Perez,、mm. which actually looks at the gender data gap and looks at how. The way the world is set up、um, doesn't include women in so much of how we structure our daily lives and the science around us, just because women aren't included in data pools.、Um, and part of that is discussing that male is the norm. When we think about things, the the male gender is how we accept things, and white has been the imposed norm for so long. It's impossible. It's impossible to be sort of racist. Towards white people because white people have just kind of always been placed at the centre of everything.、Mm-hmm. Any other community、uh, that isn't white、uh, has been made to feel othered,、um, and so it is hard.、Yeah. But I think I and I I know very little about the Harvard case to be fair. But I think when you have these discussions, it, it's it, this white sort of anger. As a gut reaction, is sort of simply fear of losing a status quo. But it, it's important to understand that the status quo that's going on right now is not acceptable, and people are being othered, and it's kind of that bitter taste of reality that we have to get used to and go, you're you're not nor you're not the normal, you're not number one in the line. <laughs>、um, <laughs> that doesn't exist,、yeah. um, and. That kind of sensitivity towards being white and feeling like everyone's against you、yeah. is kind of juvenile in the conversation now, and I and I think we're. I'm hoping that we are going to begin to grow past it. I mean, I live in an echo chamber、uh, when it comes to social media and everything. I have friends with very similar views as such. That's why you, they're your friends.、Mm-hmm. I have friends with differing views too, but.、Um, When having these conversations, you have it with the people who you know are going to sort of be that confirmation bias, or sort of like recommend you read something else.、Um, but hopefully, more people will learn that. Hopefully, that gut reaction will move on, and we'll progress to more of that reflective state, as you sort of described it, of looking at the wider picture、mm-hmm. than just ourselves. Uh, it's really difficult conversation to have.、Um, not because you and me, it's more because the topic is really, really difficult to talk about properly. But、um, that's the me playing devil down. So the final question is not really that difficult. Tell me your your points, your opinions, your views on Jackie Rowling's story. Then I feel I feel like it's highly misguided. I think at this point she has made these comments over a length of time where it's not a misguided. Outdated understanding anymore. She's making comments that are purporting and continuing a reaction to women, and they are women. And anyone who identifies as that, they're women. If you're a if you say you're a woman, you're a woman.、Um, and her continued lack of sort of education on it, or her refusal to do that, is. Her choice, but to make it so publicly open with when a huge portion of her readers and her big fans have found solace in the world of Harry Potter, and I can only imagine how horrible it is to have loved something for so long, and then to see that the writer of it, who has been sort of this cultish figure,、uh, basically erasing 
how yourself and how you see yourself in the world uh, can be really hard. And some, I mean, some of her comments are ludicrous. The one about um, if if you don't bleed, you're not a woman, or whatever it was that she said, or only women bleed is untrue in so many other ways. That if you are born a woman, mm. sometimes you might not <laughs> menstruate. Older women who go through menopause stop menstruating. Does that mean they're no longer a woman? You can take her argument apart in so many different ways and go, this doesn't make sense. But the more she talks about it, the more it seems like a horrible publicity stunt for her to continue being this notorious figure. Mm. Um, even including the t-shirt thing where she was wearing her that t-shirt which comes from a company where they also had some uh, anti-trans uh, quotes on their t-shirts and you think who's running her PR who was who was her agent who is allowing her to um, either make those errors and be very naive or allowing her to actively make those points in by sort of indirectly having a t-shirt from a company that says that it's it's highly misguided um, but I also personally believe that if you think she's misguided, yes, call her out, but don't waste too much air on her. If she's going to say these horrible things, the more power is given to her, the more you talk about her, um, which is a shame. So I think yeah. it's a she. She's saying a horrible thing, and I think we should all those of us who are allied uh, with women should acknowledge that and then move on and go. And here's these women doing great things. Here are here are the people who are going to take us further in life uh, the conversation will continue i'm sure um because it, it is still a i think quite heated debate on social media whether jk rowling is saying something ludicrous or saying she's calling out the truth or anything like that but again i think it's it's fabulous and you know your perspective on that one because i'm less educated on, on the lgbtq community equality topics because i never cared too much about it and that's wrong so i'm now learning more about it day by day but again I, it's lovely for me to know your points on that one i think i should uh, you know learn, literally like, learn by heart about how equality being campaigned by lgbtq communities and bme communities um in the past in the history and that's a big topic to learn uh, lovely to having a chat with you and thoroughly enjoy that conversation it's, it's a difficult one uh less funny one but yes. again I, I think it's it's really educational thank you so much for your time thank you for having me on the show that's why i found kathleen on the line having a chat about equality this is a podcast from diverse fi uh, we'd only touch a little bit part of this story in terms of equality and there are much more um, for people to talk about but if you want to share your point on that one if you want to share your personal story regarding any kind of equality feel free to get in touch with the podcast more than happy to hear from me do take care lots of love bye Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website, diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm at foxmail.com. Until next time. This is Diverse FM.